1: Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston, Executive Recruiter, Director of Recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And as usual, I am so excited to introduce my guest to you today, so let's get to it so we can get to talking. Um, I'd like to welcome Jennifer Loading to the show today. Jennifer is a health and business coach, affiliate marketer, speaker, and author. We love having authors on our show. Having reached professional and personal milestones while building network marketing teams for over 19 years, Jennifer has developed a passion for helping others also achieve success. She shares with others through speaking and writing the wisdom she has gained while beating some of life's toughest obstacles, which we'll get into in just a little bit. But thank you for being here today. Thank you. I'm excited. And and as we were talking about earlier, you brought the sunshine with you. I did. I'm excited. Yes, yes. (laughs) So, Jennifer, tell me a little bit about you. Well, you know what? Let's first go here because I love to talk to people about how I connect with people because I think it's so important that you are always open to making those connections. So why don't you tell our audience how we met? How did we meet, Casey? We met. Where did we meet at? I'm trying to think. I meet so many people all the time. Oh, my
0: goodness. We met. Oh, because I was on another podcast. Yes. 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 I'm, like, I'm like, I do. I meet so many people all the time, and I have so much fun, and it's so funny when I run into people, because I'm like, where did we
1: meet at? Because I know I have met you somewhere, but yes, I was on another podcast here. Yeah, so shout yeah. out to Michael Yorba yeah. for having a great guest Yes. And for letting me kind of piggyback off of you. Yeah, absolutely. My absolutely.
0: And we have mutual friends, which is amazing. Yes. Yes, mutual awesome friends
1: they're pretty cool. And I know that right. once we sat down and started talking it was just like, "Oh, you are my tribe." And Absolutely. we just started making all these different connections and just really, you know, building up that network and that tribe and just making it blossom. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I think that's amazing. So, I want to hear your story and a little overview about the tough obstacles you've encountered in your life because that's kind of the basis for your book. Absolutely. Yes.
0: um, So I've been in network marketing for a really long time and I always tell people, you know, that was where I started. I thought my passion was going to be there forever. I I was excited about being an entrepreneur. That was the thing. But, you know, I always feel like life has a way of throwing curveballs at you. And Mm -hmm. so eight years ago, I walked into the dentist for what we all think of as a minor routine dental procedure 5 months later i walked out and i had, was diagnosed with a rare nerve condition it's called trigeminal neuralgia okay i'm going to try to say yes. that yes trigeminal trigeminal neuralgia trigeminal. the only reason i say that i usually tell people just a rare nerve condition but you know it's one of those things when people think nerve condition they're like is that your feet where is that you know like where does that take place and mine was in my face and so that's that's where it stems and they label it actually a suicide disease because of the excruciating pain that is associated with it. And I had, you know, because it's a rare condition, it was also an atypical case. So it's not something where you can just walk into the doctor and they're going to be able to easily treat that. So really, I mean, medicine is going to be your your method of of relieving symptoms at that point. And so I kind of battled that, you know, I, I say battled, it was one of those things where, looking back, you know, I I play it down. It was awful. (laughs) You know, four years of my life was completely turned upside down professionally, you know, personally. And I really, you know, I always talk about these defining moments in my life. I walked into a doctor's office in December of 2015. This was one month shy of my four-year mark. And when I went in there, the PA came into the room and she said, Jennifer, you're a conundrum. And I was just really, brokenhearted because yeah. I had spent all this time dealing with this and had no resolve at this point point. and so it became a defining moment for me because I walked out of there and it was like Jennifer you got to make a decision you know you've either are going to end this or you're going to fix this you know yeah. and so really that was the turning point for me when I went in and I decided I was going to take this on and I just went working with holistic practitioners wow and made the decision that I was going to beat it and I did. I ended up changing my diet, and it wasn't something that happened overnight. I mean, I, I tell people I ended up doing a ketogenic diet for 22 months, hardcore. Wow. But I was able to get off of all of those medications and put that wow. into remission.
1: So questions. Other people, I know it's rare, but obviously yeah. there have been other people yes. that have been diagnosed with it. Yes. What, what's the percentage rate, or do you even know, of people overcoming this? Uh, most of them don't.
0: Most of them, because what happens is unless they, you know, most of them have a TN1, which is going to be a compression of a nerve, and so an MRI can actually go in, and they can find where this compressed nerve is, and then they can do some kind of a surgery to snip this, or there's, I I forgot what all of them are called, but Mm -hmm. there is something that they can do for those people, ATN-2, which is an atypical case, means that if you're somebody like me, I had pain 24-7. But I also had, which is a a symptom of trigeminal neuralgia, is these electric-like shock pains in the face. So I had basically a TN-1 and a TN-2 combined. Oh, my god! And so really, I tell people, and I note this in the book, there is no real medical intervention for TN-2 other than relieving symptoms.
1: Okay, okay. Um and so let's talk a little bit about what you did holistically mm-hmm. to relieve those sy- symptoms, okay? Well, that that was the the, the, the diet, yes. Okay. So and I
0: and I tell people this all the time, it wasn't like I just woke up one day and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to do keto today and that's mm-hmm. going to be the end of this." No, I did 6 months of food lo- food logs and I worked with these practitioners and I did, you know, acupuncture and I did TMJ therapy and I did all these different things, but Ultimately, I think it boiled down to two things. It boiled down to the dietary changes that I made, but also my decision to get better. I think it was a lot of mindset that wow. I was going to figure this out. So, I mean, I tell people all the time, you know, is mm-hmm. the diet was the big thing, yes. but it really was
1: the fact that I didn't really see an option. That is so amazing that you say that. And we talk about mindset a lot on this podcast. In fact, we had um, a gentleman on here that Uh, wrote a book called The Winning Mindset that saved my life. I love it. So, and he is, you'll appreciate this because I know you're a runner. Um, He's an 11-time Ironman finisher. Wow. And two of those he did while battling cancer. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's just incredible. So kind of talking about the mindset and what you just said to me kind of leads into this next question because you've written about how you face down, you know, um, adversity with determination and ingenuity, Mm -hmm. keto, relentless effort not letting naysayers dissuade you from finding the strategies that work best for you right what advice can you share with others to have that strength to preserve through their own challenges
0: Well, I think, you know, if your belief is wavering, I think this is where mentors come in, people that can help support you. At the time that I was going through this, I really didn't know of anybody else that had the condition. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was about finding research. It was about finding people that could at least support me because I think belief is one of those things you really have to work on. And you have to have faith even when you're not seeing the outcome. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before because it was 11 months into keto before I even really saw significant improvement. And so people would ask me all the time, like, how did you do that for 11 months without seeing anything? Well, I always say when you're pinned against the wall, you have no choice, you make decisions. So I think finding mentors, people that have walked through that or people that can relate to that are, are really good. And just really sticking to your big picture, Really thinking about what is your outcome here? What do you want to happen here? Because, you know, you're, I always say you're one decision away from a different life or a yes. different different path or yes. wherever you're going, you know. And so just staying focused on what it is, that big picture. Me, it was I wanted to get better. I wanted to yeah. see, be able to be with my kids. I wanted to be able to enjoy their activities. I wanted to have my quality of life back, you know. And,
1: and health, if you don't have that, I, I think mm-hmm. you have nothing. You know? you, that, I just listened to, okay, everything my team always gives me such a hard time because they're like, you always listen to a podcast, Casey. So, but I was just listening to a podcast this morning and it's, uh was Hal Elrod, mm. The Miracle Morning. Yes. And he was talking about how he's really had to reinvent himself over the last year because he's also battling cancer. Okay. And he was telling his top three priorities and it was health, family, and not pardon me how I don't remember the third one right off the top of my head but what I thought was so interesting is that he said and I mean those in that exact order health first because Mm -hmm. you have to have your health if you're going to be there for your family absolutely and so and I I just love everything that you're saying because it does it flows so well with Mm -hmm. what all the successful people say
0: yeah and if you don't and you don't realize what it's like until you don't have it When you don't have it, then you appreciate when you had it. You know, like I was telling a story this morning about how there was this one point in time where I was sitting somewhere and I recognized at that moment that I actually felt good and I hadn't felt good in so long that it was like a moment where I was like, there's hope. Like, I Aww. knew that I was on the right path. Like, I was actually making progress. It gave
1: me chills. I know. It did <laughs> me because I was telling
0: her, I was recounting this this morning. And I was like, wow, I just remember this defining moment. Wow. Where I was like, after 11 months, I was actually making progress. And I knew that I was on the right path. Wow. You know?
1: So, and for you, that was a little bit obvious about what that moment was. But what advice can you give to our listeners to be able to recognize that defining moment and to charge forward? I think that goes back to celebrating daily wins. I think,
0: yeah, I think for me, because I've had so many of these defining moments, even when I was working on my personal development, and that mm-hmm. came much later after I'd solved my health issue. And I think those two go together very much so too. But I really think it's learning how to find wins in your day because that's when you will, your intuition will be able to actually pick up on those defining moments. Because sometimes they're not right there in the moment. Like right. you, you don't go, oh, this is that moment. Right. But you a couple days later or a year later, you go, that was the moment because you recognize
1: all the stuff that came from, you know, that were played after that. That so, is so interesting yeah. that you say that, because I went to a conference last year and I don't think I realized how life changing it was. I think I may have mentioned this to you when we went to lunch until later and I went back and I wrote down everything that had happened in the last year since I attended that conference Mm -hmm. and everything points right back Back to that that moment moment. and that moment was a decision because I had another trip planned Mm -hmm. and something intuition Mm -hmm. said told me you need to go to this conference right and so I listened to that and I moved some stuff around and I went and I'm it's it was life-changing. Yeah. I'm so glad that I did that. So it's looking awesome. back, that's mm-hmm. my defining moment, mm-hmm. I think. Sometimes they're not just so
0: obvious, I think. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, coming out of the doctors for me on, in December of 2015, that was obvious. I walked out, and I was like, this is ridiculous, you know. You have it, but a lot of them are, are, I think, subtle. Yeah. And you recognize them when you have the successes coming after.
1: Yeah. That's so good. So good. So what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone that um, – helped give you strength when you were facing during those hard times that you could pass on to others? I I will say what I was telling someone the
0: other day. I always think there's another plan. I, I'm a point A to point B to point C person. I think if plan A doesn't work, we're going to plan B. And so I think when you have the mindset that something there's always another decision another Mm -hmm. direction to go if something's not working you pivot yes you know and I think a lot of times people stop because they see a roadblock and they just go there's nowhere else to go I'm done exactly yeah me I look at that and go okay I'm gonna pout about it for a little while I'm gonna sleep on it overnight I'm gonna get up tomorrow and I'm gonna have another direction to go Yeah. turn left so it's really just about having that idea that or that mindset that there's always another direction that is so good. Um, Gabby Bernstein, do you know her? I love her. Yes, I read her books. Did you yes. read
1: Super Attractor?
0: I've not read that one yet, okay. but I have a book right now on my desk. I need to I read another one. that.
1: So she, I was reading her book, and it was about being happy. And it's basically, it's so simple what she says. She says, choose again. Absolutely. Choose again and choose again and choose again until you get to that point that makes you happy.
0: Mm-hmm. And I learned something, or I remember hearing something from one of my mentors, and she's like, you know, and it makes me think of this, if you don't like the answer you're getting, you ask again. So you just keep going until you find what you want that's working. And so I think that is very much what is here, what we're talking about, is that you just keep pushing until you get the result that you want.
1: And I loved what you said earlier, because it's a favorite word of mine, is you pivot. Yes, pivots. Pivot until you get where you want. Pivots are huge. Yeah, I love that. So... Um, You've shared your story in your book, Beat the Toughest Obstacles, which we have right here. Please support our author and go on Amazon and buy it today. Um, What inspired you to write this book, and how did writing it help you continue on your journey to wellness?
0: It's an interesting story because I had been talking about this book for a year and I had just never, I didn't know where to start. And you know, I always believe that when you, uh, what happens is everything's a thought first. You think about it, it becomes an action, action becomes results, right? And then you have success. And so I kept voicing this to people and I would just kind of dismiss it. And then funny thing was I had walked into somebody's office one day and went in there to talk to him about something completely different that I was doing. And he was talking about branding myself and doing all these things on social media. And he was like, Jennifer, you need to write that book. And I've told this friend, you know, that that book got started because of that day that I had that conversation in his office. Nice. And so I just walked out that day and I was like, you know, I need to get this out. And for me, it was really because one of the strengths that I have is that I'm good at influencing people. I'm good at getting people excited and fired up about things. And I knew that this story could be transformational for other people. I knew that there were people out there. I know people right now suffering with this disease. You know, people that are suffering with, you know, fibromyalgia, all kinds of things, rheumatoid arthritis. Is things that they don't know what to do, and it's just really about me telling them, hey, there are some pivots that you can make here that might help this, you know, so it was really about just getting it out there, and for me, it was really, I say, it's kind of a cathartic, you know, process, it really allowed me to just get it out, be free from it, and it was funny, because as I was writing it, it didn't really have much emotional bearing on me until I actually went back to read it and I was like wow that was like bad
1: you (laughs) know and like
0: I came out on the other side of that and that's like huge that is you know I mean and I always told people that for me it was like living with cancer I imagined my life like that because I was sick every day and on lots of medication Mm -hmm. you know and so yeah I mean it really was just a release for me.
1: That is so amazing, and I love that because your obstacle—I call it an Iron Man because that's what I always relate to—but your obstacle could be anything. It could be a positive obstacle too, but you still have to address it with that mindset and that attitude. That there's there, it's going to happen. Agreed. So you have to make sure that you're facing that head-on whatever your challenge or desire is. Right, right, I agree. I think that's so good. I know you and I have so many things that we agree on. I like. I have fun talking (laughs) to you. So much fun. So our audience consists of a lot of people seeking their next career step, um, and it can be really emotionally tolling on them, you know, to have to be searching for that job. What have you learned in your journey that can help people in this situation to persevere and maintain their mental well-being? Oh my goodness. Um, I think, oh,
0: so many things. I think, you know, just really writing gratitude journals is huge. I love it. I love gratitude Um, journals. You know, I, I... I'm a mantra person. I have my own personal mantra. I say it on my own podcast every week. It's something I have written up. I use it every single day. So I believe in the power of these things. I believe Mm -hmm. in using them sort of kind of like intervention. That's awesome. I always talk about (laughs) sabotaging behaviors because I'm a big believer that when you master what the beliefs are that you have about people, about yourself, and about life, you figure those out and learn how to pivot Mm -hmm. from those. You can conquer anything you want in life. So for me, it's really just about Pouring into yourself, really developing you, getting good at connecting, building relationships, and being the best version of you that you can be. You know, and, and I think the as a student, we're always learning and growing. That mm-hmm. the minute you stop doing those things, you've just died. You basically I... put yourself in a box. And so I just continually, I'm asking people, learning and trying to pick up more information. How can I be better at this, better at that? So all of those things, gratitude journal affirmations, mantras, reading, I love to read, exercising, you know, <laughs> meditation all those things. Yeah, because
1: you're a runner. I think we mentioned that yes, earlier, yes, right? So yes. is that kind of your meditation? That-
0: um, well, and I was,
1: I actually took, medica- t- I did transcendental
0: meditation too. I studied that. So, cause <laughs> I wanted to learn that, but yes, it is sometimes. I mean, I really believe that exercising is one of those things that's really good for the body. I mean, it just mentally and in your, everything else, keeping, all the, keeping all the parts together, right? <laughs> but I think it's also great for your mindset too. Mm-hmm. And I do use it a lot of times as a time to think and really process and just kind of plan and map my day out. Do you listen to music when you run? I do sometimes. Sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. But okay. I always put powerful music on. Okay. Like stuff that's going to get me fired up. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like
1: what? Um, What's your favorite? What's your go-to?
0: Um, I'm trying to think, well, this morning, I, I have, well, my my thunderstruck from ACDC gets me fired up, because that's on my <laughs> podcast, every time I hear that, I get excited, but I try to put on, like, some kind of, like, pop, I don't know. I had BGs on this yeah. morning, you should be dancing, okay. you know, like, I'm going to be dancing, so I just try to find stuff that just is going to get me fired up and get me thinking about, like, taking charge of my day, like, what am I going to make, what kind of magic am I going to make?
1: Happened that, today. That is awesome. You know, I'm a cyclist. Yes. And so I have a playlist because I can't stand it if I just hit shuffle and something slow comes on. Because yes. it slows me no. down. Yeah. You no, know? no slow. But the first song that plays on my playlist is Queen. Which one? I like to ride my bicycle. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> I love Queen. <laughs> Mine, what is the,
0: there's one on there that I have a couple of them on there. I, I want to be, is it I want to be free or whatever? I, there's one of them all, I don't know. I've got several Queen that I love to listen to as yeah, well. But I'm with you. I have to have something that's mm-hmm. going to get me pumped up. But I find a lot of times, like, when I'm exercising and I have that on, it really, like, I'll start thinking about what am I going to do today? Like, what am I going to yeah. make happen? Yeah. And then by the time I'm done, I'm, like, ready to go out and conquer Just, the world. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Right? <laughs> make magic out happened today? <laughs> I've been exploring binaural, I'm not going to say that right, binaural beats, binaural beats. I've heard of it. So you should check into yeah. it because you can do like binaural, it's uh, beats for productivity. Okay. And it's really, there's a lot of science behind it about how it helps you be more productive, but you can do it for meditation. You can do it for reading. It's awesome. You, it's, there's all kinds oh. of different speeds at which they go at. Okay. It's pretty cool. i um, check that out. So... This is the question I've been waiting for. Tell us about the Starters Girls podcast. Awesome. This is my favorite thing to talk about. Oh my there. gosh.
0: I love this. I tell everybody all the time. The funny thing about Starter Girls is this was created out of frustration in a parking lot after a networking event. True story. In September, <laughs> I came out of a networking event and I was frustrated because I was in this transitional state where I had been in network marketing forever. I didn't really want to do that any longer. I knew that I wanted to shift yeah. and it was like, what do we do? I want to help change people's lives, but how do I do this? And the other thing was is that I had worked with women for so long and found that so many of them that I was working with suffered from self-esteem issues And it was hard to teach them that and teach them how to run a business. I couldn't do both. Like, I needed to do one or the other. I was getting frustrated. So we were sitting in this parking lot, and I'm like, we need a way to impact. Now, who is we? My my co-host and I, Amy. Okay. Yes, sorry about that. That's okay. Yes, my co-host and I, we were sitting in this parking lot, and it was really just born out of frustration. And so the whole thing with the podcast is it's set out to empower women. We're all about mindset, Mm -hmm. grit, all those things, and really just you know, I figure I, my, my thought in this is always if I can help change one person, they have the ability to change 10 or 20 other people in their lives. Exactly. And it gives me the vehicle to be able to reach more people at one time. So it's, it's, we love it. We have so much fun on it. And we have so many incredible guests that come on there. And well,
1: I want to bring up one guest in particular. Yes. So I was listening to your podcast yes. and you had your husband on. Oh my goodness. Yes. And he was talking about, I don't even know if I can say it. I mean, it was so funny. So tell me about what his uh, arch, what his... uh, Was it his alter ego? His alter ego. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about it. Tell the story of his alter ego.
0: The alter ego. What was that? What was... Diesel was Diesel, Oh, my. And that was the first time I had heard of Diesel. And how long have y'all been married? 24 years oh my gosh that yeah. was the first time I had heard about diesel and, and so yes, and he's a marathon runner right he's an ultra marathon runner. Ultra. he's done like 2400 mile runs like That's in, insane crazy and so yeah so what had happened is we had aired the podcast and then we had a viewer that we know send me some questions mm-hmm. that he wanted me to ask so I'm like okay I'll give these to Ryan and then we'll come on the next show and I'll answer the questions so he gives me the, the answers to these and I'm like Am I supposed to read this? Like, what do I do with this? He's talking about macabre intentions and stuff. And I'm like, he's like a really gentle soul, but he's talking about somebody chasing him, trying to kill him. And it so was, yeah. it was <laughs> hilarious. And so, yeah, he says he has this alter ego named Diesel who doesn't really care whether yeah. he wants to run or doesn't want to run. And and so I'm like, that's it. That's what it is. Diesel. That so, is
1: craziness yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was... And, What was his topic on the...
0: He was talking about he a runner because we do interview both athletes and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and so his was on mindset and we were talking about his races and I think like the first we always do this little warm up session at the beginning and I think like the first few minutes our question was what was your most memorable races and I remember him talking and I was like okay we're like 10 minutes into this and he's telling these stories and I'm like hurry up like <laughs> we got to get out of the real stuff here you know so he's got so many of these stories I guess you're allowed to do that since so yes. your husband right yes. you're like come on well Time's I was ticking. I was I was, yeah, I was keeping it, keeping it good.
1: That's hilarious. So um, I'm just thinking out loud, but don't let me forget, because going along empowering women and, you know, especially women entrepreneurs, I have a connection that I need to make for you that, um, was just on my podcast that I think would be a really good guest for you. So how do you go about choosing your guest for the show? Oh, this is so fun. I network,
0: like I said, a lot. I network a lot. And I go out and, like I said earlier, one of the good things or one of the great things about me is I'm good at connecting people Mm -hmm. and I love meeting people. And so what's so interesting about that is I'm an introvert by nature. And so I remember, like, going into my first networking event and being, like, just petrified. I had to talk to people. Really? Yes. And now (laughs) I go in there and, and I always have this, like, Mindset of who am I going to meet today? Like, who am I going to meet today that's going to either change my life or I'm going to change theirs and theirs, and who's going to end up on my podcast? Mm -hmm. And so I just go out and I and I talk to people and you know I'm a, we were talking about this a friend and I today about the six degrees of separation and we're like in Dallas it might actually be two degrees yeah that's what we're talking about <laughs> yes <laughs> it might be two so we just I go out there and I'm like who do you know that has this amazing story mm-hmm. and I really I'm an, I like the overcoming stories those are my favorite the overcoming stories and so I just look for people who
1: are rocking their scene okay I'm making a list of people that. That's awesome. rocking their scene I right love now. it. Rocking their scene. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I, is so funny that you just said something about who am I going to meet because I attended a networking event. I can't even remember which one it was right now, but it was some networking event. Um, and when I left that morning, I said, you know, my intention is that I want to meet at least two people that I can either help or can help me. And you want to know how many people I met that day how many did you meet six wow yeah it was a great event now I need to figure out which one it was (laughs) you'll be like where did we meet at (laughs) I try to keep a list and I try to make notes on like business cards or something like that because I do so much networking just like you right that I have to make sure that you know I don't want you to think I forgot about you so and that's why I keep always like when I bring podcast guests on I'm just like Let's talk about where we met so that I can kind of bring back that connection to that moment and why you're here. Right. So, and we also, um, we also attend a women's group called Amachizia. Shout out to Lori Ward for forming that group. And um, hopefully you're going to be able to make it to the next one because we've got some pretty exciting people coming. I'm excited. From out of town. Very cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, how do people get in touch with you? easiest way probably would be go to my website,
0: which is jenniferloading.com. Okay. You now, spell your last name. It's L O E H D as and in dog, I N G. Okay. Jennifer with two ends. I was going to say Jennifer yep. with two N's. Two N's jenniferloading.com. Everything's linked to that. The podcast, the book, everything is on that page. All my social platform or, you know, all the contacts mm-hmm. through social media are in there as well.
1: And you're pretty good at responding to people on social. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I thought. Yeah. So now let's get to the fun questions. Yes. Not that the